I'm Richard Scase, Chair of the Canterbury Society. A number of issues to raise in this um, podcast. Um, rather worrying is, of course, um, COVID and the extent to which it's increased quite considerably here in Canterbury. The figures over the last couple of weeks have gone up by 107% compared with an increase of only 10% in the rest of the country. Of course, it'll be interesting to see what the figures are um, after the lockdown, um, the present lockdown, has been assessed. I can think of no reason for this, really. Uh, why should Canterbury be so significantly higher now than it was um, earlier uh, in the summer? And the only possible explanation, I think, possibly, is um, students and student numbers. Remember, we have something like 40,000 here in Canterbury when we think of Canterbury Christchurch and the University of Kent. And I can only think that um, the increase in Canterbury numbers is because of the concentration of students on these two sites. And um, notwithstanding, of course, the huge um, effort, the authorities in both places uh, are committed in terms of social distancing, the wearing of masks, and all the controls you would expect two responsible institutions to undertake. But the problem is, of course, it's very difficult to manage the behaviour of students outside the lecture theatre, um, outside seminar rooms. Students will gather, they will mix. 18 to 25-year-old men and women, young men and women, are going to engage in a whole range of social activities which are beyond the control of the university authorities. And I think that possibly could be a factor accounting for this big 107% increase in uh, reported cases over the last couple of weeks. I think also um, what is worrying, I think, in terms of the future of universities here in Canterbury, um, as with all national universities, is that the numbers this year have held up in terms of students coming to university because they were applying this time last year when conditions were normal. Now in this autumn, students applying for next year, I think are going to be very cautious and are going to be concerned about whether or not whether it's useful to go to university. I think the numbers will fall quite significantly for the coming academic year. That's for the academic year 2021 to 2022, because they're going to be asking themselves to what extent will COVID carry on next year, notwithstanding the vaccines? And do I need to pay, do I want to pay £9,000 to spend most of the time doing my studies online or indeed working from home? So I suspect there'll be a big drop in, I hope I'm wrong, a big drop in um, applications to university this autumn, this winter, for the coming academic year beginning next September. But I hope I'm wrong. I'm very disappointed that uh, the City Council has decided to abolish town forums because I thought town forums were an important occasions when people who normally wouldn't get engaged in uh, council issues would come along in a very informal um, gathering and express their opinions, and particularly young people who would lack the self-confidence to come to general council meetings. Um, now, I have the greatest respect for Ben Fitter-Harding in the extent to which he responds to um, citizens' requests. He responds very, very quickly through emails and other ways of personal contact. And so do to um, other district councillors. Um, and that's fine. That's absolutely to be applauded. But even so, it seems to me any public accountable authority should also have a forum whereby communication can be with groups of people rather than with individuals on a one-to-one -one basis. 
So I think it's a great pity that uh, the council has decided uh, to abolish uh, the town forums. Um, but not all is lost because um, um, citizens, including the Canterbury Society, have decided to set up an alternative um, town forum to replace that which has been abolished. And we hope to be able to create an assembly to which um, all citizens, all groups in Canterbury will become engaged and on that basis make representation when necessary on various local issues that affect us collectively as well as those that affect people uh, as individuals. On council matters, I think, um, of course, we recognise that uh, the council is very pushed for cash. It's been completely kind of starved of national government funds now for a number of years and further cuts have to be made. Now, the issue is, of course, how are those cuts made? On what services should they be made? And there is another alternative, of course, which is raising revenue through increasing taxes. And I do wonder whether, in fact, um, council tax should not be increased for people in the higher um, tax but, um, bounds, higher tax bans in terms of their houses, etc. And because they haven't been increased now for some time, and I think, you know, wealthier citizens of Canterbury would be quite happy to see this um, cha tax charge increased. I can't get my words together. Uh, that tax charges increased in order to underwrite various kind of uh, public services of one sort or another. And this brings me on to a further point. I noticed one of the proposals for savings by the council is to close down three public lavatories. Um, is that going to save so much money? Are there already sufficient public lavatories? It seems to me it's not enough. And it seems to me that uh, when this issue gets discussed, it almost becomes uh, uh, an occasion for amusement and humour. But in my view, um, that is not, in fact, um, doing justice to the issue. We have lots of citizens, often not publicised because of the stigma associated with it, but we do have citizens who suffer from various kinds of bowel diseases, who have col colony problems. We have other citizens who have to have... Um, uh, uh, um, uh, I can't think of the name of the thing. Uh, when you have to have a capita, is it? Uh, um, for people who find it very difficult to go to the loo. And I think a whole lot of kind of medical conditions of that sort are being under underrepresented and under-respected. And rather than closing down public lavatories, we should be providing more in a citizen of this size. Surely a civilised community, a civilised society should be able to provide public conveniences, public lavatories uh, in a much more generous way uh, than it is at the moment in Canterbury and certainly the case in many comparable towns and cities in other parts of the country. And lastly, turning our attention to um, Christmas, it's delightful, it's superb that there will be a pantomime um, this period, this time. And um, fair dues, all dues are to go to the Marlowe Theatre staff but for being able to put on this um, annual event to which people um, look forward to, although under very severe social distance rules. Um, also, I think linked to this, of course, is companies will not be able to have their Christmas parties and Christmas gatherings, um, as in the past, uh, in terms of at restaurants and hotels 
in bars, and that's going to really affect the hospitality sector. So we're going to have to have online Zoom Christmas parties. And that's going to be not so good. But on the other hand, it could be quite good. Why not have a comedian? Why not have a conjurer? Uh, Why not have um, entertainers? Why not provide musical events online through Zoom, which can now be done? It's not the replacement, but it is a useful, um, um, if you like, backup or substitute for what we'd normally be doing, what we would normally be doing during the Christmas period. Well, I'm Richard Scase. Um, please join the Canterbury Society, www.canterburysociety.org.uk, because everyone is welcome to join this vibrant, thriving, growing civic society, which represents the interests of all citizens um, of the city.